Welcome to the BASAC View. We are the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Center, and this is an educational podcast about consent, self-healing, and keeping yourself safe. Join Kayla and Michelle as they maneuver their way into all the topics you hate talking to your kids about. Sex, puberty, body safety, growing up, and most importantly, power in no. Because consent is mandatory. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of the BASAC View. Uh, with me is my darling Michelle. Michelle, how are you? You know what? We're doing just fine. Kayla, how are you? I am good. Yes, my name is Kayla, and Michelle and I are part of the outreach team here at the Battlefords and Area Sexual Assault Center. 17 episodes in. 17. The big 17. Our first one, we were just so nervous. This one, we're like, huh, 17. Look at us go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hammering them out. We have some really interesting guests on the horizon that we'd like to announce. So that's really exciting. So keep your eyes and your ears peeled for that. Yep. Michelle, please tell our listeners, what's the big old topic today? Well, you know, we're hearing a lot of this lately. And so it was just something I thought, you know what, let's talk about it. It's the council culture, right? But more specifically, that difference between being canceled, which a lot of people think there are, or being held accountable, which a lot of people should be. Right? So, <laughs> yes, this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will be. Yet it, I don't really think that anybody gave much thought to this before the growth of social media, right? But as we know, the power of social media and the power of a simple post that might lack integrity or respect, that can seriously make or break someone, you know, and... Like I said, quite frankly, it should. Right. Right? I totally agree. I mean, it's certainly something that can be used to empower, mm-hmm. but on the contrary, it can be used to disempower. Right. right? It can be used to create a whole lot of drama and trauma. I think you used that term in the last <laughs> episode, and I love it. Drama and trauma. So I think first we should obviously define what cancel culture really is. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of definitions for cancel culture, a lot if you Google it, and depending on who is speaking, but here's the gist of it. It's a boycott or a public shaming of a person who shared a question or unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. It's also for those whose past behavior is unethical, illegal, and wrong. And wrong. Exactly. You know, I read this article when I was doing a little bit of research for this in a Time magazine stating that cancel culture isn't even real. So, like you said, so many differing opinions out there. For sure. So here's what they had to say. The idea is that if you do something that others deem problematic, you automatically lose all your currency. Your voice is silenced. You're done. Those who condemn cancel culture usually imply that it's unfair and indiscriminate. Right. And that's why that's why it's so controversial. Right. Yeah. Right. And the problem with this perspective is that cancel culture isn't real, at least not in the way people believe it is. Instead, it's kind of turned into like a a catch all for when people in power face consequences for their actions or if they receive any type of criticism. And that is not something they're used to, especially when it's something they're not used to. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So really, it's a pretty big deal. 
if society deems you as someone who has done something wrong. And we're in the day and age where that wrongdoing is expected to be coupled with accountability. Absolutely. Right? You can't just be sneaky sneak anymore, right? So let's get into some real life examples of accountability culture. That's what we're focusing on. Right. Accountability yeah. culture. So these following examples are they're relatively recent and they're just one of many I repeat many mm-hmm. <laughs> examples of an artist or Hollywood mogul being held accountable for predatory and abusive behavior. Right. There's so many of them. So first let's talk about R. Kelly. Like this is super recent. <laughs> so unless, R- unless you're old like me and like uh, <laughs> R. Kelly. I don't know sure who that really was. You don't. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I do, but I didn't Okay, know. well, he's an R&B artist from the 90s, and he had that really famous song, I Believe I Can Fly. Right. Do you know that that song? I do know that song, and I was busy having babies in the 90s, so I wasn't paying attention to the top hits. Anyway, go. Okay, well, I digress. Go I'll ahead. give you a little background on Thank you. Mr. R. Kelly. <laughs> so the singer was actually just recently finally convicted of trafficking charges uh, for recruiting women and underage girls for sex. Yeah. Yeah. So I say finally, because this was a literal decades long battle with fame and fortune. Unfortunately, comes a lot of perks and the ability to pay off victims, which he did many, many times. (sighs) But at last he's being held accountable. He's officially been found guilty of all counts and Listen, he could potentially spend the rest of his life in prison, and I kind of hope he does. Deservedly so. There's a really, really good uh, docuseries on Netflix, I believe it is, called Surviving R. Kelly. If anyone's interested in the R. Kelly story and his history, and um, yeah, it's pretty gross. There's really no other word for it. It's pretty gross. So on the contrary with this R. Kelly situation, there's actually a lot of people who are upset over the fact that Spotify and Apple Music have removed all of his albums off their platforms, saying it's not fair. He's a talented artist. What are you guys doing? We like his music. Keep it on your platforms. Which I get. Yeah. Understandable for those who may not, like me, didn't know the whole story yet, right? Exactly. But what those people need to realize is having his music removed off streaming platforms was a consequence for that damaging and that predatory behavior. And those platforms weren't comfortable providing R. Kelly with royalties anymore. And can you blame them? Right. It was the right call. Mm-hmm. It was the right call. His music wasn't canceled. He's simply being held accountable. Right. Which is painful. Yes. For the predators like that. Absolutely. Like you said, like, how about Harvey Weinstein? Right? Oh. That American film producer. This one I do, that fellow I do know. Yeah. <laughs> so similar to R. Kelly, his sexual assault and harassment abuses went on for decades. Just imagine all the, the women's lives they impacted with that, right? That's a long time. Because as with all rich predators, like you said, paying off victims is easy. Before being sentenced, Weinstein admitted he thought he could buy his way out of trouble with under-the-table settlements and non-disclosure agreements. How many times have you heard that? So it's an incredible level of delusion and entitlement in one statement. Yeah, well said. I was going to say that. 
So in February 2020, after deliberating for five days, a jury actually convicted Weinstein on two of five, two of five criminal charges, one count of criminal sexual assault in the first degree and one count of rape in the third degree, sentenced to 23 years in prison. Insert applause. Good. Good. On top of the well-deserved public scrutiny from from his barbaric behavior... Weinstein was nearly immediately axed from working in Hollywood again. What is that? Accountability, Accountability, baby. Exactly. And so, you know, with that case, with the Weinstein case, that was the moment the hashtag Me Too movement took off. That's right. Right? Which we're going to talk about, I think, a little bit um, further in this episode. But it that's a movement that has changed a lot of lives. Absolutely. And and created a lot of awareness. At the end of the day, whether you're an A-list celebrity or an average Joe from off the Mm -hmm. street, if you do something illegal or immoral, you should be held accountable for your actions. Okay? And as with R. Kelly and as with Harvey Weinstein, the most prominent system in place to uphold personal responsibility and accountability is, of course, our lovely legal system. Legal system. And when it works correctly, I say keyword when, (laughs) working in the field we do, when it works correctly, it's a surefire way to deliver punishments that suit the crime. I mean, those men are going to spend the rest of their lives in prison, as they should. As they should, right? Accountability. Okay, so we talked Hollywood a little bit. So that's a little bit more, you know, people may be more aware of those because they're more public but let's talk about a band that's just a little bit more local to us right a band that's going through their own accountability ringer right now if you if you will Mm -hmm. right so kayla you know what i'm talking about yes ma'am let's talk about bombargo (laughs) so for those who don't know bombargo is an indie pop band from saskatoon and they were formed in 2013 they are a seven-man band And this particular incident happened with two of those band members pre-Bombargo days. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So on March 22nd of this year, 2021, those two members of Bombargo, who happened to be brothers, were accused of engaging in demeaning and predatory behavior during a 2016 production unrelated to the band, Mm -hmm. pre-the band. So the shoot was for a promotional video for Yuki Gossen. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Yuki Gossen World Championships, which is a snowball fight event in which the brothers were competing in. And the allegations surrounding the shoot were made by a woman named Tiara. And she did this through a Facebook post and it went viral, dude. Right. It went viral. So Tiara described the event in detail, stating... The entire experience felt predatory, with unprofessional misogynistic commentary and pressure to perform for the camera in ways that felt objectifying, overtly sexual, and demeaning. She also went on to allege that one of the models were underage, and that one of them was pressured to make out with an older man on camera for an extended period of time. So two camera operators apologized for not speaking up at the time. One cameraman said that he could confirm Tiara's allegations and added that during this video shoot, there was also a piece filmed with a local yoga instructor in a steam room wearing nothing but underwear. 
Um, he stated that he was uncomfortable during the entire shoot, but he didn't, did not voice his discomfort for fear of forfeiting his free trip to Japan for these world championships. Right. Right. Bystander. So the camera operators were asked to delete the footage at the request of the modeling agency representing the women on the shoot. And upon returning from Japan, the one cameraman deleted the footage. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on March 24th of this year, 2021, two days later, the brothers posted their response on the Bombargo website. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Uh, So they avoided recounting details of the shoot instead, saying that their recollection differs from that of the post and that they do not recall saying what was quoted. The brothers defended themselves by saying, we had and continue to have every reason to believe that everyone present at the shoot was 18 years of age or older. To our knowledge, there were no minors involved in the film shoot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Right. Let's dissect that statement a little deeper, okay? So in case our listeners aren't aware of the term gaslighting, Okay, this is Gaslighting 101, Michelle. Right. Which is good because that's a relatively new term. It is. You know. Yes, it is. So gaslighting, a form of emotional abuse. It's the act of making someone question their reality. It undermines their entire perception of reality. And honestly, it can make you question your own sanity Mm -hmm. when you're being gaslit. Just because there is now a word for it doesn't mean it hasn't been going on for decades and decades and forever absolutely yeah so avoiding recounting the details of the shoot and saying that their recollection differed from that of the post i mean that's gaslighting 101 yeah okay mental manipulation they didn't take accountability in that statement no responsibility no care for tiara's feelings or her lived experience right So just put yourself in her shoes, right? Can you imagine her reading that statement? Mm. How that likely made her feel just just in that moment. You're feeling dismissed, disrespected, outraged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what? Maybe even a little sprinkle of confusion and self-doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's what gaslighting is. Yeah. They're trying to put it off and say, but it's your fault. Right? A poor woman. So in another Facebook post from Tierra, she said she was frustrated that she had to release the conversation between herself, the agency, and others involved in the shoot after it took place. And that the statement on the band's website also disgusted her. Right. I mean, you and I both, sister. Right. You and I both. So this is where it gets very, very exciting. So as of July 6th of this year, Bombargo is now, get this, suing Tierra. For $750,000, citing defamation. <clears throat> right. So again, does that sound like accountability to you? No. Because it does not sound like accountability no. to me. No. That just that just adds to the confusion surrounding the council and the accountability culture, right? Yeah, it does. And accountability... Listen, if you're going to be taking accountability in a situation such as this, 
it's going to be a little more clear that they're taking accountability. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing clear about the statement they made. Right. Not a thing. Right. Right. So anyway, that's the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the Bombargo story. And, you know, I've heard a lot of conflicting responses to it. A lot. I've read, I saw the viral post. I read the comments. I think the viral post has since been deleted. Um, but I read the majority of the comments. Right. And some were saying that Tierra was looking for attention. Ugh, barf. Which, in my opinion, is bogus. Because who would want to bring, like, this kind of attention to themselves? Right. Good grief. Yeah. And after reading one too many comments demeaning this poor woman... It, honest to goodness, just reiterated my belief that, man, survivors are just not believed. Which we see on the daily, right? Why Why is everyone so quick to judge instead of stand, stand in solidarity and just believe her? Mm-hmm. But on the contrary, with that being said, I've also seen many comments stating just that, support and solidarity. A refusal to tolerate predatory behavior. So much so that Bombargo has actually announced that they're doing a show in October. And it's a collaboration show with many other bands and artists. But guess what? What's that? Nearly half of the other performing artists have backed out of this show already, stating that they refuse to play with Bombargo. And at the end of the day, they're going to stand with survivors. Right. Yeah. I mean, Big huge. Applause. Huge. Big applause. Good for them. Sask Music, you know, which represents the music industry in the province, said it strongly condemns, in quotations here, all forms of sexual misconduct, violence, and misogyny, and stands with those who've experienced trauma. Awesome. Right? It is past time for our community to rise above misogyny and violence, and we ask our friends and colleagues, both inside and outside the music industry, to set the bar higher. That was said in a Facebook post addressing the allegations. We recognize there is much work to be done in our industry and the importance of urgently addressing these issues, which, yay. Amazing. Amazing. Sask Music said that as representatives of the industry, they are working on actionable items, including revisions to policies and programming to help affect change, which again is huge. That is Huge way to go, Sask Music. Yeah, way to go. So the band actually they did attempt they attempted to make a statement to make this all go away, right? And when society held them accountable or tried to cancel them, right, they retaliated with a lawsuit. Yeah, you know, let's make one thing crystal clear here: society is not canceling people. Okay, society is simply holding them accountable. holding them accountable and all people are looking for is the band to say okay we're sorry right we understand our role in the accusations and we will sincerely and genuinely make the amends necessary to rectify this and to ensure that it never happens again yes right it seems so simple but they just aren't doing that and at what point do these very public celebrities or these very public people start being accountable for their own actions? This is where cancel culture has a place in society. Yeah, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. at what point do people who sexually assault someone, abuse someone, take accountability for the harm they've caused instead of trying to place the blame on 
the victim. Well, if she didn't wear that red skirt, Mm -hmm. she'd be okay. You know, the other big movement that we had that we mentioned earlier is that hashtag Me Too movement. The Me Too movement. So let's just say that we are in the business of empowerment. We are in the business of supporting and believing survivors. And I think that that's what the Me Too movement has created. Yeah. You know, the women it has empowered, the children who have been saved, right? And not only that, but the eyes of the men it has opened. For sure. That's huge. Yeah, it is. huge. Yeah. It started some conversations. It created an awareness that people are refusing to be silenced any longer, right? They're not afraid anymore. And yeah, a lot of celebrities got called out. Some got canceled. But you know what? Some also stepped up and apologized. If you're in the public eye as an actor or a musician, you should be expected to be held up to a certain standard, okay? Mm-hmm. The expectation that you are that you will be a non-abusive, non-predatory, decent human being. Decent. Decent. You know, and even those not in the public eye. If your behavior promotes sexual violence and gender stereotypes... You're going to be held accountable. And should be. If you have a friend who makes rape jokes, are you going to just ignore it? Or are you going to be the one to hold them accountable and call out that crappy behavior? Right. Right? That's where it starts. Yeah. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Oh, gosh. Okay. Aren't they allowed to have their own opinions? Really? No. That's, isn't that what we hear? But, 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 right? Aren't they allowed to have their own opinions? That's a fair question. And sure, have your views, have your beliefs, have your standards. But don't be an assaulter or a predator. Don't be racist. Don't be abusive. Have your own opinions. Okay? Go ahead. But your words and actions impact others. And if your words and actions are hurtful to someone, then expect to be called out on it right okay and if you are mr harvey weinstein then darn rights you should be held accountable right right Right. well you know there's something i've heard i didn't ask to be a role model right so that's something that we've heard from a lot of public figures Uh but whether they like it or not they do have impressionable young people looking up to them and no maybe they didn't ask for it but they're they're a public figure at the end of the day and they need to be accountable for what they say and what they do. Right. There's eyes on them. Right? So, yeah, there were many actors outed and exposed during the Me Too movement. And I do think that that took a lot of them by surprise. Right? And consequently, they were cancelled. Many, many powerful men. And, you know what, I'm going to say some women in there. For sure. Right? Lost their jobs. Yeah, yeah. But if you're not going to be accountable, do you deserve all that fame and notoriety? Do you deserve that popularity? Do you deserve the dollars? Do you deserve the rewards? Do you deserve all those perks? For sure. Right? If you're if you're not being a decent human being in your popularity and your fame, do you deserve all that? I mean, this is not an easy conversation to have, mm-hmm. okay? Not that we pick <laughs> great easy conversation i agree that's touche yeah it's not an easy discovery either mm-hmm. it's not black and white 
it's complicated because sometimes it ends up in he said, she said, right. right? Especially in these cases. And then you throw the chaos of social media and all of the lovely keyboard warriors in. I mean, man, it can get messy fast. Yep. But at the end of the day, if you have harmed someone knowingly or even unknowingly, then you should be made to make amends. Right. You should be held accountable. And if you refuse to, then yeah, maybe you do deserve to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Kayla, uh, lately you've been ending our shows with taking that big old deep breath. Let's do it. Because as usual, it's a big topic, right? And I really actually feel that we've only just scratched the surface on this because it's such a big and wide topic. Yeah, we truly right. have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys... I know. That was a really exhilarating 25 minutes, eh? <laughs> so if you guys haven't already, please subscribe to the Basic View OK on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream podcasts. Now, at the end of this episode, we're going to do something a little different, OK? All right. Because we'd like to end this episode with a clip of the one and only Oprah. Oprah. Receiving the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes in 2018. Uh, Michelle and I watched this speech yesterday and mm-hmm. it is a good one. And I've seen it many times before and it yeah. is, it's so good. So her powerful speech centered around the Me Too movement and the importance of speaking up and speaking out. And honestly, we just think you guys are really going to like it. So mm-hmm. here's a really good clip from it. And we encourage you to watch the whole clip. For right? sure. Because we just put in a little bit. So Absolutely. So hope you guys enjoy it and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. See you later. It was somewhere in Rosa Parks' heart almost 11 years later when she made the decision to stay seated on that bus in Montgomery. And it's here with every woman who chooses to say, me too. And every man, every man who chooses to listen. In my career, what I've always tried my best to do, whether on television or through film, is to say something about how men and women really behave, to say how we experience shame, how we love and how we rage, how we fail, how we retreat, persevere, and how we overcome. I've interviewed and portrayed people who've withstood some of the ugliest things life can throw at you, but the one quality all of them seem to share is an ability to maintain hope for a brighter morning, even during our darkest nights. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day finally dawns, it will be because of a lot of magnificent women many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say, me too, again.